0: Hi, folks. Be sure to visit my website at dr-history.com for a short personal video message to listen to the latest stories and to leave a comment.
1: And now, ladies and gentlemen, shuffling his papers like he was a dealer at Las Vegas, here we go with the world-famous Dr. History. Good morning, Zeb. How's my friend?
0: I'm good. So I've got to say hi to a few people. Brad, who is a mechanic and also somewhat of a remodeler. He asked if I would come out and help him with his drywall work. And, Brad, you do not want me to help you with your bri- uh,
1: drywall work. I was going to make a suggestion that they neither call... Neither one, neither of, one us. of us. Neither one of us.
0: And Michael uh, suggested I do a story on the Lincoln County War and another story on Bass Reeves. And today, I'm going to do a story on Bass Reeves. Who's Bass Reeves? Uh, you'll know. Well, tell time me. Get... Tell me. No, not until we get to it. Okay. <laughs> you just anticipate.
1: I'm wild
0: with anticipation. All right, so another guy, another listener, uh, Matt, he uh, suggested we do a story on the Chavez murders, and I've looked into that a bit, but I got a a really interesting one from Joshua in River Falls, Wisconsin. Oh, I know where that is. I've been there many times. Okay, so he sent me some pictures. You know, last week we did the story of uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder, Yeah. and he sent me some pictures of her original log cabin, a uh, record that shows where they voted in an election. Uh, they have. He showed me a, uh, the, a picture of the Ingalls family Bible that has their kind of their genealogy.
1: Now he heard that program last right. year, and he sent you all that stuff. Yeah, some pictures. Well, the least great. you could do is invite him out here on an all expense.
0: Paid trip to Paul. Okay, I'll put it on your credit (laughs) card. There you go. (laughs) So, Bass Reeves, you have never heard of this guy. I have, I think, but I can't remember All why. Right. Well, you'll know a lot more about him in a few minutes. I'm quivering. All right. So, July 1838, he was born. He was an American law enforcement officer. He was the first black deputy U.S. marshal west of the Mississippi River. Really? He worked mostly in Arkansas and the Oklahoma Territory. And during his career, he had on his record more than three thousand arrests of dangerous criminals shot and killed 14 of them in self-defense. Now, Reeves was actually born into slavery in Arkansas in in 1838, and he was named after his grandfather, Bass Washington Reeves, and his family were enslaved by Arkansas state legislator William Steele Reeves. Don't you just like that name? It sounds tough. Bass Reeves. Yeah. And when Bass was eight, William Reeves moved to Texas. Now, keep in mind, a lot of times uh, slaves took on the name of their owners, yeah. the, the last yeah. name. So it appears possible that Reeves was kept in bondage by William Still Reeves' son, a guy by the name of Colonel George R. Reeves, who was a sheriff and legislator in Texas. Uh, when the American Civil War began, George Reeves, uh, Bass's owner joined the Confederate Army and he took Bass with him as a soldier. Now, it's unclear how and exactly when Bass Reeves left uh, his owner, but at some point during the Civil War, he gained his freedom. Now, one account recalls how Bass Reeves and George Reeves had an altercation over a card game. Bass kind of severely beat his owner, and he fled to the native territory where he lived among the Cherokee, the Creeks, and the Seminoles, and Bass stayed with the native tribes and learned their languages until he was actually freed by the 13th Amendment, which, of course, you know, abolished slavery in 1865. Now, what was he about? 20 something then? Uh, let's see, that would have been 1865. So he'd have been, been about uh, 26,
1: 27 years old.
0: Yeah, somewhere in roughly. there. Roughly. Yeah. So as a free man, Reeves moved to Arkansas and farmed near a place called Van Buren. Now, Reeves and his family farmed until 1875 when Isaac Parker was appointed federal judge for the natives' territory. Isaac Parker, the hanging judge? Yeah. Okay. Parker appointed a guy by the name of James F. Fagan as U.S. Marshal, directing him to hire 200 deputy U.S. Marshals. Now, Fagan had heard about Reeves, who knew the territory and could speak several native languages so obviously he would have been a a prime candidate to to go after so he did, he recruited him as a deputy, now Reeves was the first black deputy to serve as I said, west of the Mississippi River Reeves was assigned as a deputy U.S. marshal for the western district of Arkansas, which had responsibility also for the native reservation territory and he served there until 1893. I get a picture in
1: my mind's eye of this guy looking like a uh, steelers linebacker okay
0: take a look here i got to
1: see what this guy looks like oh yeah he does look like a steelers linebacker yeah
0: i would not want to face him the big dude no. so uh reese worked for 32 years as a federal peace officer in the indian territory and became one of judge parker's most valued deputies Reeves brought in some of the most dangerous criminals of the time. He was never wounded, despite having his hat and belt shot and uh, off on several occasions. Really? So he came close to catching a bullet here and there. Now, in addition to being a marksman with a rifle and a revolver, Reeves developed superior detective skills during his long career. And when he retired in 1907, Reeves had on his record like i said over 3000 arrests of felons he killed 14 outlaws and uh, in self defense just to defend his life now reeves had to arrest his own son for murder oh my goodness benjamin or they called him benny reeves was charged with the murder of his own wife oh so this was This was tough. Wow. But Deputy Marshall Reeves, I mean, he was disturbed. He was shaken by the incident, but demanded the responsibility of bringing Benny to justice. Now, Benny was eventually tracked and captured. He was tried and convicted. He served 11 years at Fort Leavenworth in Kansas before his sentence was commuted. He reportedly lived the rest of his life as a model citizen.
1: How come only 11 years?
0: Uh, who knows you don't know really all the circumstances of oh, you know the yeah, situation yeah. Of, of the murder and stuff like that yeah. so but when oklahoma became a state in 1907 bass reeves now he's 68 years old became an officer of the muskogee police department he served for 2 years before he became too sick and he retired See, that's what uh, Merle Haggard wrote about,
1: the Okie from
0: Skogie. Oh, yeah. Well, that could have been him. Could have been Bass. Yeah. Yeah. But Reeves was himself once charged with murdering a cook. A cook? A cook. He, uh, he wanted it medium rare instead of well no, done. No, the story goes that the cook threw some hot grease at uh, Bass's dog. Are you kidding me? Did, you don't do that to a dog. No, and he didn't care for that. And somehow or another, he ended up killing the cook. Now, I don't know if the cook pulled the gun or... Anyway, at his trial before Judge Parker, uh, Reeves reported to have shot uh, by mistake while cleaning his gun. He was cleaning the gun at the table? Uh, Wherever. Yeah. (laughs) Accidentally. You kind of left
1: me there for a minute.
0: (laughs) Kind of accidentally shot him and... uh, Actually, right between the eyes. Yeah, was it was an accident. And really, as poor a shot as you and I are, that's probably what uh, would happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but he was represented by former United States attorney, a guy named Clayton, who was a colleague and a friend, and eventually was believed he was acquitted. Uh, but possibly part of that was because of his exceptional record as a as a lawman. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was he did have an exceptional record, but his health began to fail further. After retiring, no, he
1: was about 70. This yeah.
0: Time. Yeah. Around 70. But he died of a, a condition called Bright's disease, which is a kidney type disease in uh, 1910. Mm. Now, Bass Reeves was married twice. He had 11 children in the year of 1860. i bet they had to be good cooks. Oh, <laughs> And good kids, for the most part. But in the year of 1864, he married a gal by the name of Nellie Jenny. And after her death, uh, he married a gal by the name of Winnie Sumter. And his children were named Newland, Benjamin, or Benny, the one that got put in jail, George, Lula, Robert, Sally, Edgar, Bass, Jr., Harriet, Homer, and Alice. How many
1: kids was that? I lost count.
0: Eleven children. Holy smokes. But uh, anyway, he was a great uncle of a guy named Paul L. Brady, who became the first black man appointed as a federal administrative law judge in 1972. Wow. His great-great-great-grandson is National Hockey League player Ryan Reeves. Now, I'm not a hockey fan. Oh, I've heard that name. So so I... But I'm sure some of our listeners that are hockey fans would probably recognize that name, Ryan Reeves. Now, let me ask
1: you a question quick. Now, did he retire and reside in Muskogee, Oklahoma? Uh,
0: he was uh, – I'll see if I've got that I've here I've been somewhere. there many times, and that's
1: why I was wondering. Okay.
0: Um, well, there's a historian named Art Burton, and he stated that Bass Reeves was the inspiration for the character of the Lone Ranger. And I don't really, know, yeah, but he makes his argument based on the sheer number of people that Reeves arrested without taking any serious injury. No, he never really got hurt, coupled with the fact that many of these arrested were put in jail in the Detroit House of Correction, the same city where the Lone Ranger radio plays were broadcast on w x y z now. <laughs> There's a footnote that says, this theory is disputed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So take that for what it's worth. The only
1: other lawman that you've had stories on that said that he went through his entire law career and shot at many times and never hit, help me, I think it was Wyatt Earp.
0: That could be. That, uh, That does sound right, yeah. Well, now, so in later years, in 2011... The U.S. Uh, Highway 62 Bridge, which spans the Arkansas River between Muskogee and Fort Gibson, Oklahoma, right. was renamed the Bass Reeves Memorial Bridge. Well, I'm going to drive over there this afternoon and, uh, and see that. Just see that. And then, in May of 2012, a bronze statue of Reeves by Oklahoma sculptor Harold Holden was put up in Pendegraf Park in Fort Smith, Arkansas. No kidding. And. In 2013, he was inducted into the Texas Trail of Fame. There
1: you go. Now, 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 you had a story about a year ago. It's ringing true. And you were talking about the Texas lawman, and you
0: mentioned Bass Reeves during that
1: broadcast.
0: Okay. I remember that. So now I've got a couple of stories from eyewitnesses about him. Uh, We've got enough time here. I'm going to go through these. I want to hear more. So the Oklahoma Native Americans, the Indians, they did not like the white men. Oh, really? For reasons we could get into. Reeves, who could communicate in their own language, was able to readily uncover information that was unavailable to the white officers. He was also clever at disguises and undercover work. And he often returned to Fort Smith with his prison wagon packed with prisoners. So... <laughs> when it says he was good at disguises, that really makes my imagination yeah. run kind of wild. Maybe
1: that was the stem of the growth of the Lone Ranger type. Though. Well,
0: and there, yeah, and that could be again. Now, Oklahoma homesteader Harvey Lovelady remembered Reeves as quote the most feared U.S. marshal that was ever heard of in that country. And this guy Lovelady also mentioned that several times, Reeve killed his prisoners, but quote. He didn't want to spend so much time in chasing down the man who resisted arrest, so he would shoot him down in his tracks.
1: What made him so tough? I mean, what were the attributes that made
0: him so tough and so feared? I mean, was he a crack shot or what? Well, he developed that later in life. But, you know, as I mentioned, he grew up uh, in slave, as a slave. And obviously, you know, they worked hard. And I think this guy just uh, was a tough, hard-working man that uh, when he took on a job, he, he worked hard at it. Now, there was another incident related by a gal by the name of Nancy E. Pruitt, and she was a settler in the Creek Nation. And she says, quote, One time, Reeves went after two men and knew when he left that if he didn't kill them, they would kill him, for it would be impossible to bring them back alive. When Reeves located the fugitives, he lulled them in with a trick, then shot them dead before they could draw on him. Quote, that looks like a cold-blooded murder to us now, but it was really quick thinking and bravery, uh, recalled this Mrs. Pruitt. Now, Here's a little more about him. Reeves armed himself with a Winchester, a double-barreled shotgun, and a brace of revolvers, which, of course, means two, right, uh, which he wore butts forward for, because he could draw faster uh, when the butts were facing forward. Um, his proudest accomplishment as an officer was stopping the terrible things going on by a a guy by the name of Bob Dozier who was a farmer who had turned into a thief a rustler and a murderer Reeves located Dozier in the Cherokee Nation but the outlaw tried to shoot his way to freedom and after an exchange of gunfire Reeves collapsed collapsed into the mud Okay, so he's down he was faking a mortal wound while tightly gripping his cocked six gun. Mmm. Just like the movies. Dozier emerged from his cover, walked towards Reeves, who suddenly sprang back to life, and ordered the outlaw to surrender. Dozier Dozier tried to bring up his gun, but Reeves fired first, killing the fugitive with a bullet in the neck.
1: I'll be darned.
0: So, one uh, one more story. Okay. 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 Uh, As I said, he was relentless in pursuit of criminals. I mean, if he was on your trail, you better know that he's going to get you. might be easier
1: just to build a fire, make a pot of coffee, and say, come "Come on on in. Yeah, come on in. Uh,
0: (laughs) Here's here's my guns. But anyway, uh, Reeves proved cool and brave under fire. In 1884, while in pursuit of an outlaw by the name of Jim Webb, Reeves rode into gunfire from the Wanted Man's Winchester rifle. The first shot clipped his saddle horn. That's getting pretty close. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The second tore a button off his coat. That's a little closer. <laughs> and the third round cut his bridle reins.
1: Now uh, we got a problem. Yeah.
0: Here. Now continuing to fire, Webb charged on foot, but Reeves uh, pulled out his own Winchester and pumped two bullets into the outlaw's chest.
1: He must have been a pretty good shot. He had to be. Because uh, uh, those old guns, let yeah. me tell you, there was a lot of recoil. I mean, it wasn't like they show on the movies where they just hold them like a 22, you know?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, you're moving around, dancing around. Uh, you know, a few years ago, I uh, was looking, uh, buying a horse from a guy out by Twin, and he was a champion horseback. Uh, uh, shooting champion oh, yeah. from horseback. Yeah. And uh, when I went out to get the horse or look at it, he said, I said, I want to watch you do this. He said, oh, no. He says, you get on here and I'll, I'll uh, let you try it. And I thought, "Oh, great, i you. I'd probably shoot the horse or shoot me, or <sighs> for some reason, I don't trust you <laughs> so, well, you know they're not real bullets they're kind of like a I
1: know they're they're, they're a, like, kind of a they're made out of like like col- walnut shells yeah walnut yeah. shells, yeah
0: so he had this course set up in his corral with balloons on it,
1: and you did it
0: and I had he put two uh, colt forty fives and they're right in front of yep. my chest yep. and my stomach, yep. yep, and the horse I was riding was a really good neck reiner, so I didn't have to worry about. I could just use my really my fingers to yeah. neck ring that horse, yeah. and I went through there and he said, "There you know, he is, Wild Bill Turner." Yeah, and I, when I first started, he said, "Well, wait a minute, you got to go faster than that." And what
1: so, were you doing, walking?
0: Well, I was trotting. <laughs> I see. <laughs> he said, "No, you got to at least get into a gallop," and I did. And I've got to say, Zeb, I went through and I got nine out of the ten balloons. You did? I did. And, and
1: plus the pigeons on the rafters.
0: Yeah, and it was well, it was outside. Oh. But uh, it was amazing. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. But and then he went out and showed me how you really do it, and so I mean, obviously, so much faster. But it was fun. I got to tell you,
1: you had a good time. I did. I didn't. You've been alive and well in the old west. Didn't shoot the horse, and I didn't buy the horse. Working for Bass Reeves. (laughs) That's right.
0: So that's the story of Bass Reeves, and.
1: is he the guy, i got to ask you this question, I remember little bits and pieces, but was he the guy that was um, the uh, real strict uh, uh, lawman, but one of the people that he arrested and sent to prison, when he went to prison, he said, when I get out, I want to go work for Bass Reeves as a deputy? Do you remember I, that? I do not. That, uh... that For some reason,
0: that rang a bell with me. Yeah, I I'm not sure about that, but... Oh. Uh, you know, obviously, he was well respected, not among, not only among the, People he caught, but also among the other officers. So he died at almost what eighty years old, I yeah, guess, something right? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was born in eighteen thirty-eight yeah. and died in what did I say nineteen ten. I think so. Yeah. So yeah, he was he was up there. But he was up there. He, must, of, he must almost your age. Yeah, he, he must have on yours. <laughs> <laughs> but he must have been in really good shape, you know, wow. to, to live th- that many years. And and what at age sixty-eight he went to work as a. Uh, for the Muskogee Police Department at age 68. Muskogee, Oklahoma. Or Muskogee yeah. Police Department. Wow. And he served two years here, served until he was 70 there. Wow. I'll tell you so, what, I enjoyed that
1: story because I do remember a little bit about you talking about Bass Reeves yeah. in Texas. I remember that.
0: Well, and I want to thank uh, our listeners uh, like Michael who uh, suggested that story, and I, I appreciate it. I've got a list of stories to do that people have suggested and I'm going to slowly work through that list. Good man, good man This is the story of the one As a maintenance engineer he hears things differently To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears Call, click com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it
1: done.